Welcome to the Scott Verplank Show, part of the Sellout Crowd Network. Today I'm going to be speaking with Chris Goderup, young man who is a rookie on the PGA Tour, transferred to OU out of Rutgers, uh, made a good move. He's got a big future ahead of him. So let's hear what he has to say. So let's get on with it. Hello, welcome to the third episode of the Scott Verplank Show. Um, I've been I've had uh, the pleasure of interviewing a couple of PGA Tour guys um, previously, and I have another one today. Uh, young guy, he's a rookie on the PGA Tour. Um, went to the University of Oklahoma. Um, think he's going to be a uh, has the potential to be a real superstar. So uh, welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Chris Goddard up. I want to make sure I get it right here because make sure everybody knows your name. So, t- hey, tell me how in the world did you get to OU from New Jersey? Yeah, it's a good question. I get asked that one a lot. Um, it was kind of just the crazy perfect storm of COVID. Um, me wanting to go far away from New Jersey to get better. And, um, and honestly... You know, when the year before I got there, that was Quaid, uh, Garrett Reban, and Brightwell. And so it was kind of like the perfect mesh of all those guys leaving. And they needed someone. And, you know, it kind of just all came together. Well, so now you went to Rutgers, correct? Yep. For four years. Did you graduate Rutgers? Yeah, I graduated from there. Now, did you have to, um, did you have to, take classes at OU or get a graduate degree or something or, or what, how's that work? I took classes, but, um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't really going towards anything cause their master's degrees were two years. So I wasn't, I wasn't going to be there for two years. So I just wanted right. to be, be eligible. Yeah. You knew you were going to turn pro and get after it that way. So I got yeah. a, Hey, I got a question. Cause I don't, you can, maybe you didn't explain it to me cause I don't know anything about it. But I was talking to uh, Coach Hibble, your your coach down the golf coach at OU, and we got to talking about how you kind of got headed towards OU. But you entered the transfer por- portal, so is that like the commercials? You know, where it's like a whirlwind, you know, and it sucks a guy off a telephone pole, and there you go. Or um, I know you've seen those uh, yeah, yeah, college football commercials. So yeah, what do you do good. to enter the transfer portal? Um, you basically. I'm going to probably, it's been almost three years now since I did it, but um, I remember I had to fill out a form and just say, you know, this was official. um, And uh, and that's really it. And then, you know, it just has to get approved. Obviously, you know, you can't, there's, there's some type of, I mean, well, I would hope there's some type of rules to, you know, you can't just, you have to give reasoning and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and it has to get approved by school. Um, but I mean, I try to do it the right way. So it, it got approved and, um, and yeah. And then, and then I remember I was playing US Open, I think locals, um, when it like officially kicked in and I got off the course and turned my phone on and like it immediately it was, I mean, it was just, it was uh it was crazy and i was like all right this is pretty cool you know i felt like a kid again because i never really had you know going to school before i never really had that like recruiting process you know i right. i went to Ruck- i was going to Rutgers um just because i was the best school that i could go to at the time and um it was kind of fun well so, yeah like how many schools 
showed up in the portal looking at you? I mean, I probably got contacted by 50, 50 schools, um, but, you know, I narrowed it down quickly, and I, I wanted to get it over with, too. I didn't want to drag it out too long right. and waste my time and everyone else's time. Right. Did Oklahoma State, were they in the portal looking at you? Um, I talked to Coach Bratton once, and that was, and that was it. It didn't go okay. too far. That's kind of like when um, it's kind of like when I was in high school. I got the the golf coach at OU called me, and I was friends with him already. And we talked one time, and I said, "Coach, my whole family went to the University of Texas. My dad played baseball there, and I think I'm going to go to Oklahoma State. So, so don't waste your time on me." And we're yeah. still friends to this day, uh, David Yates. So, yeah, when you kind of get your mind made up, what you're going to do. Um, you just do it. It looks like you made a good decision going to OU. Yeah, it worked out nicely. And I, and it's also tough. I mean, you know, I wouldn't want to be a coach with the portal right now and all this <laughs> stuff. I mean, you know, it had to like it had to be the perfect storm because I I didn't want to go an extra year of school and pay for school to be honest. So like, and most teams had rosters already built up. So it was it's an interesting you know juggling act that they have to do. Yeah, no, no doubt. Now, did they give you a big NIL deal to come to Norman? No, the NIL stuff got approved as we were when we were in school. So, no, I went, I went, uh, I went honestly. <laughs> okay, so you missed out on the big payday. Okay, so Coach Hibble told me he didn't really think you were coming because you said your dad played baseball at Pepperdine. Is that right? My dad played tennis at Pepperdine. Yeah. Oh, tennis. Okay. Yeah. Um, and did you look at going there? I visited there, yeah. Um, I went there from Norman. I, I maybe no. I went home and then flew to California. So I went to OU and Pepperdine in the same week. Um, and you know, I went to OU first, and I was pleasantly surprised. And then I'd been to Pepperdine a bunch, and and I liked Coach Beard a lot. And I just, uh, you know, I just felt better in Oklahoma. Yeah, well, that I, I think you made a good decision. Um, now you're so you're still living here. Are you gonna are you gonna put roots down here and and uh, stay playing golf here with all your buddies and at Oak Tree National? Um, I have more roots in Oklahoma than I ever thought I would have um, already. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I mean, you know, I see you on the range. I see all the other guys on the range, and it's a great spot. And you know, we were talking the other day. Um, you know, I'm definitely looking for you know maybe a place to escape for two months in the in the right. cold but other than that i really like what what we got going on here so um be hard for me to you know leave unless something crazy happens yeah well you know there's there's a long history of of uh golf in oklahoma and and at and particularly at oak tree a lot of guys have successfully played the tour living here and uh, i think kind of like you said as long as you have a place or an opportunity to go somewhere for you know two weeks, a month, two months, whatever, to warmer weather to kind of get your game sharp again, then um, it's a wonderful place to be. Yeah, for sure. All right, so if if Rutgers and OU are playing in football, who are you pulling for? Um, you know, I think I would pull for Rutgers just because it would mean more um, for them to beat Oklahoma than it would for Oklahoma to beat them. And it'd be yeah. kind of fun to watch with the OU guys and kind of give them something to not be happy about. Yeah, well, that that would be – there'd be lots of red in the stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so you're more of a Jersey homer than you are an OU homer at this point, huh? Yeah, for now. 
for now. Yeah, that'll probably that'll probably change, especially uh, if you go to a couple of these ball games when they have like Alabama and yeah, that'll, Tennessee. That'll be that'll be a different world when that when those boys come to town. That will be. So um, I was I I was talking to Coach Hibble, and he said that you came in in one year, and we're just the greatest team guy. So obviously you came in and with enthusiasm and you wanted to make the team better. And he said, he said, yeah, he, he really was a great part of the team, kind of took a leadership role and loved the spotlight. So did you get that growing up in New Jersey or did you just, that's just the way you are all the time? I don't know. I mean, I definitely, you know, I played a bunch of sports growing up. I played lacrosse. I played, um, I, I knew it. Better. I knew it. I knew you played lacrosse. I just looked at you and said, guy had to play lacrosse being in yeah. Jersey. Yeah, that was <laughs> okay. that was my other sport that I played, and I, I really liked it. And uh, I don't know. I was just always around, like, you know, we the way I function and, you know, how I've grown up, I, I was always around people and, like, my friends and family friends and stuff like that. So I've always been good with, you know, different people. Um whether we're from the same walks of, or not. Um, and I don't know. I just, you know, I, at Rutgers, I kind of was the same way. And um, I don't know. I, I tried to do everything the right way. And I think, you know, if I can set a good example, then people will follow and we'll be a better team for it. But I'm also not afraid to, uh, you know, poke the bear a little bit and get some people, you know, get under some people's skin too. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I just enjoyed being around the guys and around the coach and, um, and they kind of, you know, they gave, they gave me the canvas to do kind of whatever I wanted within reason. Well, uh, that's what it sounded like. Sounds like you need to get your butt in gear and get on Ryder cup teams and president's cup teams. Cause those are the kind of guys that the United States needs to, to win those things. So I'll be looking for you to do that. That'd be awesome. That would be hey, nice. where, where did you grow up? What club did you grow up at in, in Jersey? Uh, Rumson Country Club, which is like this, you know, it's in Rumson, New Jersey, which is where I'm from. And then uh, it's just like. Is that, up, is that up north? Yeah, kind of. It's like dead center on the map of New Jersey, but it's like the far most northeast part of like the Jersey Shore area. So it's it's right next to the beach. And, um, you know, it was the best place ever growing up. We would go caddy there. And then go to the beach for you know the afternoon, and then go play nine eighteen at night. It was it was the best. Perfect, kind of like Caddy Shack. You were one of the little kids caddying and yeah, causing mischief, and then you'd go out on the golf course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, there's so many great golf courses in that area too. Um, it's a wonderful place. Now, have you ever played Pine Valley? Yeah, I've been lucky enough to go a couple times. It's uh, it's a cool spot. Oh, it, it's unreal. Um, it's it's hard to believe that that's, you know, you cross the railroad tracks and you basically like go into another world and it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Where um, it is, where it is too, is it's fascinating. You go by this water park in, in, uh, you know, Trent, New Jersey, and then all of a sudden you're at the best course in the United States. It's pretty crazy. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, you've played there. Is that the best golf course you've ever played? You think? I don't know. I mean, um, it's it's up there for sure. You know, I for me, 
Pebble Beach is pretty hard to beat. Um, that's a special place, and there's a couple other good ones. Uh, one of my other all-time favorites is Friar's Head in Long Island. Um, just it's similar to Pine Valley. It's just you know there's no one there, and you got the place to yourself, and it's just awesome. Yeah, that's a cool area for golf out there. Um, yeah, maybe here in the down the road you'll get to play a couple of U.S. Opens at, at uh, Shinnecock Hills, which is out in that area, and that's that's right up there at the top of the list too. Yeah, that's a good so, one. So, who did you, did you are you like everybody else your age? <clears throat> Was Tiger Woods your hero or your idol when you were growing up? Um, yeah, n- probably not. I mean, I I obviously am a big fan of Tiger and. I I wasn't really like a guy that sat down and watched golf all the time. Um, I was definitely more infatuated with other sports. Um, And I really haven't started, like, I didn't start watching golf until, honestly, I got to Oklahoma where it was on all the time. Um, So, like, I never really had a favorite guy growing up. Obviously, Tiger was the the guy. Um, But, yeah, golf was never, like, you know, central part of my life until until recently okay well now hey have you thought anything about uh or had any kind of overtures with the live tour um not not really it it was briefly briefly mentioned leaving school and then at the time it was a death sentence um you know and it just it never got anywhere and i'm pretty happy where i am right now Oh yeah, no, I think you should be. So yeah. last year you made it through the uh through the Corn Ferry tour, right? Yep. Finished high enough on that to get exempt status on the PGA tour. So you've started you've played how many tournaments have you played this year? Three? Uh two. Two? Yeah. And how how mixed results I I guess? Yeah, I started we started in Amex. Um well, I did, and that was my first event in three months, so that, it was nice to shake the rust off, but I definitely showed some rust. And um, and then Torrey Pines, I played, made the cut, and played okay. Um, you know, didn't play great third round or fourth round, but, um, you know, that's a tough course, and, I, you know, I was definitely just kind of trying to get in a nice groove. And, um, yeah, and, you know, I think, you know, I wasn't expecting to come out and go guns blazing the first couple events. Um, but I definitely just wanted to get, you know, back into the tournament groove. And, um, you know, I feel like, you know, it's, yeah, I know it's a long season. So if I can just keep kind of improving and doing what I, doing what I'm supposed to do, it'll all click at some point. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's an excellent way to, I mean, you're, you're basically in like at the very beginning of a learning curve. You know, you don't know the golf courses like a lot of the guys do. You're having to spend extra time kind of looking around basically just trying to soak it all in um but that doesn't mean that you can't all you need to do is get comfortable and play your game and if you do that it doesn't matter what everybody else does um sounds to me like you kind of have that a little bit of that outlook and i think that'll probably serve you very well yeah so what's your schedule coming up uh well um, I don't know if I'm officially allowed to say, but uh, I'm I'm playing. I'm hoping to play next week. Uh, but after that, we have um, Mexico, uh, the new Honda, which is Cognizant, I think, and then 
Um, hopefully Bay Hill, and if not, Puerto Rico. All right, so you'll have a little stretch going here. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, you know, they've added these signature events, so that kind of makes the schedule a little more, a little more choppy unless you're in those, which yeah. they just decided overnight how to get people in those, apparently. Yeah. Um, but you'll be in those before long. The, um, so I, so this, I, I talked to a couple other guys. What kind of music do you like? Um, I'm a big electronic music guy. Um, really? Like, like, like Victor Hovland electronic? No, no, not, not, not to his level. I'm more of like an EDM guy. Like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's more, it's a little bit more chilled out. Um, I like country music. I like hip hop. I like, I like everything. They have country music in New Jersey. Yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. So, do you like do you like get a song in your head when you're playing, or do you? I mean, like a lot of guys wear ear, you know, wear their little ear pods, and I guess they're listening to music when they're hitting balls, warming up yeah, for a I round. Do. I do that. I'll throw, oh, you do. I'll throw, I'll throw one in because I still like hearing the sound of like the ball. So I, I'll put one in just to, it kind of just calms me down. Um, kind of, I don't know, keeps me at ease. And, um, and I feel like if I'm in a good groove with the music, like not with the music, but like if I can just get relaxed and, you know, feel good and I'll play good. Yeah, no, I, I listen, I, uh, I did that. I've done that my whole career. You kind of get a, you kind of get a rhythm or a, you know, some sort of smoothness or relaxation with the music. And then you, you find yourself in between shots kind of singing songs, you know, to yourself or whatever. And it kind of takes your mind away from, you know, all the other stuff going on around you. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I am. Um, so, but it's not like, I was always wondering how Victor could listen to uh, the head banging Swedish, uh, whatever it is, <laughs> punk rock yeah. and make that work for golf. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I've heard it. I've heard, a couple of videos of you know his stuff and and that music and it's it's something else yeah i think you have to grow up in norway to appreciate that yeah in new jersey or texas or oklahoma is not norway <laughs> no so hey you said you said something about uh-oh i got a dog attack going on over here <laughs> can you hear that uh yeah you can hear a couple of dogs yeah well they're uh Somebody must be at the front door or they'll have to wait. Hey, um, so you said something about sound. Is that really, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. We're having an attack. Um, <laughs> hopefully they'll sort it out here in a second. Such, such is life with three dogs, man. <laughs> um, you said something about sound and, and yesterday we were out at the, the club and you know, I haven't known you near as long as I've known all these OSU guys and some of the other guys that are playing golf around Oak Tree. But um, you were hitting balls, and I didn't even—I didn't even watch what you were doing, but I could hear the contact you were making. And I've everybody I've talked to about you uh, says you're extremely talented. Um, you know, have a good head on your shoulders, have a ton of potential, and and think you have a you know, you're in a great spot if you can take advantage of it. But the sound you were making hitting iron shots was a sound that not that many people can make. And when you hear that sound, it kind of makes you stop. So um, I was really impressed with that. It reminded me, 
one time I was hitting balls. Um, gosh, I was like 50 years old playing in like one of my last tour events. And it was in Greensboro and I was hitting balls right next to Tiger Woods. You know, and Tiger Woods sounds pretty good. Yeah. When he's hitting iron shots. Well, the, my buddy Davis Love comes up right next to us and he starts hitting balls. And then all of a sudden I heard this different sound. And I was like, wow, Tiger's really hitting it good. And I turn around and it was Davis. And that was the that was the week Davis won at fifty one years old in Greensboro. So I that's what I that's what you reminded me of yesterday making that sound. I was like, Yep, that's gonna work if you just get out there and get comfortable. So I you should little little things like that, you keep telling yourself or keep believing in what you're doing you have some good advantages and you'll be able to, you'll make Rutgers and OU proud uh, when it's all said and done. You might be able to, you know, become the, I don't know who's the, who's the best golfer to ever play at Rutgers. Um, I don't, like, I think the guy who has had the most success on like professionally, Frank Esposito, maybe. Do you know that name? I do know that name. Yeah, I think I think he is. I think he's the best. That's you know, professionally wise, done the best. And and at OU, I guess if you discount Charlie Coe because he was an amateur, I guess Probably. Anthony Kim. Yeah, Kim or Abe. Oh yeah, Abe answer. Yeah, see, my my generation would be Andrew McGee. Yeah. He and I grew up together, and he was, you know, he was a pretty good player. You know Andrew? Yeah, we played at uh, in Arizona one time, and we went out there. And he's a he's, he's a hoot, good. isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. Last time I was out there, we uh, he and I played. Um, the two Dallas kids played Bob Tway and Willie Wood on their home course, and we beat their butt. So they were not happy about that because yeah. Andrew yeah. hardly plays anymore. I mean, Andrew plays out there at Whisper Rock, but he doesn't really compete um yeah andrew's a hoot he's a good he's a good dude to be around so yeah so you got some pretty good um you got some pretty good guys to to try to overcome what they've done with like abe and i guess anthony kim i mean do you ever see him or have you ever talked to him or is he was he ever around the ou program um coach said uh, apparently he'll like randomly show i never saw him um but Tyler, who works at um, the club at OU, and then mm-hmm. coach says he'll just, you know, show up one day, hit balls for a while while no one's there. And, um, you know, he just, I think it's very random that when he shows up. But, uh, yeah, the rumor mill has been has been flowing with Anthony Kim stuff lately. I know. it's um, Yeah, there's people reporting that he's going to play on the live tour like as a, individual or so like the sixth man he's yeah. gonna go play as an individual in tournaments um he hadn't played in a tournament in so long i can't imagine that he's uh i mean he could be he was pretty remarkable when he was hitting on all cylinders but I couldn't ima- i can't imagine that he'd be real close to tournament ready yet but hey more power to him yeah i think people would like to see it so whoever whoever's going to give him the platform why not go why not go play yeah, I agree. I mean, it'd probably be good for it'd be good for golf. Now, what about Abe Answer? Does he uh, does he stay in contact with any of you guys? Yeah, um, he he'll come back and play the fundraiser event when we when when it works, and um, I'll talk to him here and there. I'm good friends with a couple of his buddies too, so 
randomly will you know if he plays good or you know he'll text us if uh if we play good or something like that and um so i mean he he's been great he's actually been helpful for me i've known him for before you actually um and he actually was part of the reason why you know i asked him what he thought about school and hebel and all that stuff so um yeah he's been he's been great to me well that's good i mean i think that's you know what guys uh should do i mean uh, they support the program that always helps down the road um try to help out the younger guys and just make you feel comfortable because it's in everybody's best interest if uh if Abe plays good and the guys on the team play good you know that's yeah, that's good for, for sure. everybody all right so tell me this <clears throat> you grew up in or yeah you grew up in new jersey it's really pro country there it's not much college stuff at least that's my take would you agree with that yeah, it's definitely more yeah pro than than college. Pro centric. So, have you uh, taken on the Oklahoma City Thunder as your team, or are you still like a the uh, Nets or the Knicks or somebody like that? I like the Knicks. I'm not going to deny <clears throat> that. But um, we went to a Thunder game two nights ago. Um, and I mean, I like it. I think they're I think they're they're young, they're cool, and uh, yeah, they're. It's definitely nice to have a team close to your house. So uh, I'll take the Thunder as my, you know, I'll take them as one my one and two. Yeah, well, they're they're pretty good. They they do a heck of a job down there. What about football? Are you have you converted to a Kansas City Chiefs or a Dallas Cowboys fan? No, I'll never do that. What do you? Who are you? The Jets? The Giants? I'm a I'm a Colts fan as of like a couple couple months ago, but I never had a team. Um, you know, everyone at home is Giants or Jets and Philly, a good Philly mix too. Yeah. Um, but I just never really like, you know, I never really had a, like a rooting interest for any of the teams. Um, I don't know why. I just never got. And then we went out to a Colts game. Um, I don't know, a couple couple months ago, and we got the full experience um, with the owner Jim Irsay, and and I became a fan there. So. Yeah, that hey, that'll do it. Yeah, it'll do. Um, it. Yeah, you got the royal treatment. All right, so tell me, um, like, what's the coolest thing that you ever did playing lacrosse? I don't know anything about lacrosse other than you chase the ball with the stick and and throw it into the net. So kind of like soccer, but a little but a little different. Yeah, I would compare it the closest to hockey, honestly. Um, just yeah. the way like the the way it's set up, but. I mean, the coolest thing that I can remember, uh, I guess it's good and bad. I, we were playing, playing, but I scored three goals and, you know, start the game in 30 seconds, a minute. And uh, I played attack, which is kind of uh, like the offensive side of it. Right. Um, and it was just, and then I took a cheap shot. I guess they had enough of it. And uh, I got cross-checked like right here. And oh, I got knocked out cold, and that was the end of that. I think that was one of the later <laughs> of my lacrosse games. So uh, I remember waking up in the in the hospital and not being in school oh. for a couple couple days. So um, yeah, it was it was fun. I loved it, um, but I got I got beat up pretty good. <laughs> well, you're you know you're a pretty big, pretty thick guy. I was going to ask you how many guys you knocked out, but it sounds like. Uh, Sounds like you got the wrong end of the deal, and sounds like my basketball career when I was about thirteen years old. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> trying to make a layup and getting shut and getting stuffed into the back 
wall of the gym and said, Coach, I'm done. Yeah, the the only the only real damage I did is if I missed my shot, I hit someone with it, and that one probably didn't feel too great with the lacrosse ball. But um, yeah, it's a it's it's violent. You take you take a lot of shots. Your arms turn purple pretty quick. Hey, I'm sure if you're out there in the middle of it doing it, <clears throat> probably like playing football. It's pretty it's pretty fun, but it looks violent. Like they wear a lot of pads. It's actually gotten huge around the country too. So. Um, I guess there'll be a major league lacrosse league coming here before long. I think I, I think there is something on ESPN. I, it is true that like you know, it, there's just not much of a pathway after school, so it's not it's probably not as popular as it should be. Yeah, but you know, like you said, playing uh, other sports as a kid. I mean, I, when I talk to kids about or parents, I'm like. Kids need to play all the sports. Don't focus on golf at a young age because it's very probably very beneficial you athletically that you played lacrosse. I mean, you hit the ball a mile. You've got to get some of that from your you know growing up doing playing a game where you're like a hockey or where you're running, hitting, throwing the ball as hard as you can. So you you feel like that was probably a benefit to where you are now. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I think like you said, there's definitely a you know, I want to say there's similar motions, but I mean, when you're pulling left with the you know lacrosse stick as hard as you can, it's similar to golf. So, um, and I think for me, the the most important thing was not getting burnt out. Like like I said, I didn't really like golf was not it for me for a while. So I like when I took it seriously, that was like the first thing. Like, probably in college, honestly, it was the first time I took it. Like this is my this is what I'm gonna do. So I like. You know, I start like I was always playing and stuff, but you know, I didn't, I wasn't burnt out when I got to college of golf. Like I had, I was just getting started. So um, I think all these kids that, you know, I, I'm wrong too in a little bit of this, but I think all these kids that are playing a tour circuit at 14, they're going to not like golf that much by the time they get to, you know, 24. Yeah, golf will, golf will do that to you. Uh, sure. As you know, it'll, um, it'll make you a little bit mentally imbalanced <laughs> yeah, at times. Sure. So it, it, you can get worn out. <laughs> um, all right. So since you early in the, early in the show, you, you said you still favor Rutgers. So to end the show, can you sing the Rutgers fight song for us? I honestly, I know I, you can sing boomer sooner. That's not that hard. I, I can't, I can't sing that one. I, I know like the, um, this is bad. I've it's been a while, but there was a uh, it's something along like the it's something about the Raritan River, which is like the river that runs through school, something around the banks of the old Raritan. And I don't know how it goes. I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin this, but um, and there's like a R U Ra Ra R U Ra Ra, and then like something along the banks of the old Raritan. It's something in those lines. That's all. Very I, I, impressive. Hey, I, I, that's I, good enough, dude. I, I didn't know. To, I mean, I haven't been to I a don't... game in a while, so it's been it's been uh, it's been too long to jog my memory, and I don't I don't have it playing in the house ever. Well, hey, that I, I'd say actually that's a really good answer because I I could I you know I went grew went to OSU and been around here forever, and I don't think I could recite all the words. The only one that's easy is the is the fight song in Norman. They only have two words, so yeah. Um, we can we can settle on that if we have to do any kind of singing. That's fine. 
All right. Hey, well, good luck to you. Um, thank you for coming on. I, I, um, I, you may not be as well known around Oklahoma as you should be or you're going to be. Um, I think you're going to have a, you have a great chance to make a great mark on the PGA Tour. Um, so we'll all be pulling for you, uh, all the Sooners and the Cowboys, and you're representing uh, awesomely. So go out there and, and kick some butt and uh, come back, and we'll play some at Oak Tree. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you bet. Uh, Chris Goddard up. Thanks, buddy.